Have you ever wanted to sell more books and enroll more customers? Or maybe you're looking to find ways to sustain your message and truly make your difference. Hosted by Sean Rosensteel, Authorized is a live collaborative show dedicated to helping self-development authors take their businesses to the next level. All right, Gloria, I think we're live here. Thanks for joining today. You're welcome, Sean. Thanks for hosting me. It's a pleasure to be with you. <laughs> yeah, now you've been you've been a busy gal over the past few months because we I spoke <laughs> what, five, six months ago probably, and I couldn't get you on the calendar. So tell me a little bit about what you've been up to. So, you know, this has been a very unusual year, uh, as you know, Sean. And uh, uh, at the beginning of the year, I thought that a lot of my clients were, you know, going to just trail off into the sunset. Uh, but because of this year, because of the pandemic and all of the protests and so on, my business has actually spiked uh, quite a bit. And so have a number of yeses. And, you know, one yes doesn't just mean one yes. It means probably 25 more along the right. way. So, <laughs> lots and lots of uh, blessings there. Yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. And before we dive in, I think we we owe uh, a debt of gratitude to our mutual friend, Michael Schultz. Yes. Right. For introducing us. How do you know Michael? So I know Michael through the John Maxwell team. We are both members of that team. And Michael and I actually get to work together on a committee because we're per, uh, both part of the president's advisory council. And awesome. so, yeah, we get to do some work together. So that's great. Good for you. Well, Michael, if you're tuned into this interview, thank you for introducing us. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate you, obviously. So, Gloria, you've had some interesting accomplishments. I, I believe you have multiple books published. I believe you've been published through many different avenues. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about the books that you have published as well as the different avenues that you've gone down? Absolutely. So I, uh, I kind of lose count of how many books I'm actually a part of, uh, but I have published about nine books, uh, Sean. And the first few were, I'm a poet as well as a, a leadership uh, expert and, and writer in that arena as well. So my first few books um, were books of poetry. Uh, and I did not want to go the usual route with those particular books. And so I started two presses and uh, all of those books are published by one of those presses. Uh, my first trade book was a leadership book and uh, worked with a very small, um, what they call an independent press, well-established and they were very targeted, focused on business and leadership. Uh, and that uh, opportunity, that book, um, that I published with them was called Legacy Living. And uh, it was really all about, you know, what we call the softer aspects of leadership. <laughs> and uh, that book actually led me to a contract with a huge publisher uh, with Wiley and Sons. Uh, and uh, so uh, more books uh, after that, but uh, I've been really fortunate to to work across the spectrum with large publishers, small publishers, trade publishers, not trade publishers. Uh, lots of lessons learned. <laughs> I bet. I bet. And you're also self-published too. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So there are some books that I decided to publish on my own because of what I learned working at Wiley <laughs> or working with Wiley. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So tell me a little about, I think, your latest book, Pass It On, which is a little different. Right? I believe that's more of a children's book. 
Yes, yes. Thank you for asking about that. Um, I think that was the book that we were going to talk about way back when, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so Pass It On is a book, um, and uh, I'm going to just say a little bit about it, but uh, this is copyrighted information, so I just want to say that uh, publicly. Uh, I'm working with some other entities on this story, and this is a story about my father, uh, Ernest McEwen Jr., and his uh, friendship and relationship with um, the person who became his benefactor, uh, and that's uh, author William Faulkner. And so, uh, you know, when you are a writer, uh, you're not in charge of what form the content <laughs> comes through uh, in. Right. Uh, and so when I started writing, um, when I started writing this particular book, I actually didn't know what I was doing this because I'd never written a children's book. Uh, and so I called one of my friends, who's a children's author, and I said, Jeannie, help. <laughs> and she said, just keep writing. She says, I know you. You'll get bogged down in doing the research and this, you know, all of the, the details. Uh, and so I did. So Pass It On was, I think, you know, um, you asked about my biggest accomplishment, Sean. You know, that's probably the biggest accomplishment, just getting it done, getting it written, and then finding the right publisher for it. Sure. Very cool. Yeah. And I, I love that guidance. I think that's important for anyone listening or watching here is keep writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep writing. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, I asked you about your biggest lesson learned, and I want to spend a little bit of time here because I think this is really important for the vast majority of authors, no matter what genre you're in, no matter if you're published traditionally, self-published. But when I asked you about your biggest lesson over email, last week, you told me that, you know, your biggest lesson was not like fully comprehending how much time was required to <laughs> market your books. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit, can you embellish on that point a little bit further? Yes, I can. Um, so when I, when I uh, started working with the um, idea for my book that was published by Wiley, I understood, you know, about marketing because I published four books by that time. So I understood about marketing. I understood about targeting, uh, you're, you know, having a target, uh, targeted audience, all of those good things. But what I really didn't understand was that I would have to exert the same um, time and energy and resourcefulness to marketing that book published by you know, one of the biggest publishers in the world, uh, as I did to my other four books. Um, you know, they gave me, you know, wonderful contract, multi-page contract, and they said all of these wonderful, sweet things to me uh, at the beginning. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was really about, you know, who are you? What is your platform? And how are you getting to that platform? And oh, by the way, you have to pick up, you know, about 90% of the effort <laughs> right. to, uh, to get the book out there and get the word out. Which I think is has become kind of standard practice with a lot yeah. of many of these traditional publishers, right? Yes, is they really yes. depend on authors to promote those works. Absolutely, Sean. And you know, so that's a good point because I was kind of right at the cusp. Uh, my that book was published around 2008, I believe, and uh, so at that time, you know, what they were, what uh, uh, Wiley was telling me was absolutely true for the industry until that time. And then, you know, we had that big recession in 2008. Eight, yeah. Yeah. And publishers took it. I mean, they they were really hit hard. 
Uh, and so the, the, they were, you know, I had, they had to pivot, I had to pivot. Uh, and along the way, I learned a lot of really, really, really helpful things uh, that has served me, uh, you know, throughout the years. Yeah, which is, you know, li lifetime, uh, uh, lifetime of learning, I'm sure, right? Yes, yes. So, <laughs> from your perspective, what's working really well? Like, what works best for you as far as marketing your books? Like, do you have certain strat, like go-to strategies? Do you have certain platforms you use? I mean, like, what do you see as the biggest move, uh, needle movers in book marketing? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, uh, Sean. And I, I just want to say before I answer that question, I'm not trying to diss um, my publisher. So please hear that, listeners. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be clear and transparent uh, as well. So um, so in terms of the, the uh, lessons that I've learned, you know, I think it depends on the type of book, Sean. So for example, when I came out with one of my leadership books, uh, I maybe five or six years ago now, uh, I knew enough, you know, I had learned enough, I uh, had kind of been on the road long enough um, with lessons learned that I decided to self-publish that book uh, because I knew what it would take to market it, to get it out. And so I worked with someone who had worked with me probably, I don't know, 20 years prior to that, uh, when we were both in the publishing world, but in the high-tech arena. Okay. okay. Publishing. Uh, so she knew a lot about both pre-press and post-press work. Uh, and um, uh, I decided to uh, just do uh, what they call a short run uh, of the book. And this, you know, at, at that time, it was a little like maybe 1,500 copies. And I sold it all. I pre-sold it all to one client. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and so they kind of paid the way, so to speak, for subsequent runs of the book. And so that particular book has done very well. Uh, and that was a strategy that I used for that book because I knew from, like I said, all of the other experience that I had, particularly in the corporate arena and the leadership arena, that that would be the one uh, to, to move that book forward. Um, with another book that I published uh, just a couple of years ago, um, I really wanted to do uh, a book that was very different from all of the other books that I'd done. And I wanted to use a four color process mm. uh, because I wanted it to be more lyrical, uh, more poetic, if you will, and uh, have the images do a lot of the work. And I didn't want a lot of black and white uh, images. Uh, and so I decided to self-publish that one as well because, um, you know, the cost, the unit cost on a four color book is remarkably higher than a black and white only. Yeah. Uh, and so I, uh, again, I used what I knew about um, that process and about my audience for that book to position uh, position the book and target very specifically uh, people who would, you know, be buyers. Sure, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, Gloria, do you have a, a business beyond the book, I would assume? Do you have other yeah. offerings, products, programs, services? Tell us a little bit about what that looks like beyond the book. Absolutely. And uh, so, um, uh, I want to say that I do have a business beyond the book and they're intimately connected. <laughs> so my business beyond the book is uh, I have had um, uh, very uh, good uh, success with um, my consulting and speaking and training business. Uh, and that's called Jazz Incorporated. Uh, I've, I've been running that now for a little over 25 years. Wow. And I, I say that they're intimately connected because, um, again, along the way, I learned this you know, 
uh, word called platform. And uh, platform means different things to different people, but in the book market, platform is who do you know, how do you know them, and will they buy other things from you besides what you typically sell to them? So typically I sell my speaking services, my, um, you know, my expertise in leadership, uh, so I'm either consulting or being a thought partner, uh, a strategic partner, uh, maybe I'm facilitating uh, in some way leadership development, leadership formation, um, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And so these are the people that not only do I serve, they know, love, and trust me, right? Uh, and so will they buy something else from me? Uh, and so that's what you know the publishing world is, is is interested in. And so that's why I say they're intimately connected. Sure. Uh, yeah. So first of all, congratulations, 25 years. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that's incredible. That's amazing. It is. It is. So kudos to you on that, number yeah, one. Thank you. Yeah. And number two, you have, so I'm just trying to understand, like, I I'm interested in bridging the gap, right? So, like, you have this book, and we're talking about leadership books. And yes. That might be more geared towards the, the corporation. I don't know, Fortune 1000. You know, I don't really know who your specific target mm -hmm. is, but we're talking about leadership and business books. And then you have these consulting and speaking engagements or services beyond yeah. that book. How do you bridge that gap? Like, how does someone like you get someone to like, they, they buy the book, they read the book. How do you get them to move from point A to point B? So, so from buying to reading or from, 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 like, from reading, from reading to, hey, Gloria, I read your book. Ah. Like, love what I read. It would be super, super helpful for us over here at Acme Corp. <laughs> and I saw you do speaking and we want to hire you for that. Or I saw you do some consulting. We want to hire you for that. How do you bridge that gap between book and, and business engagements? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, so for me, the, the engagement world came first <laughs> sure. and then people would buy my books. Uh, how I'm bridging that gap right now. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing how, the written word travels. I mean, these days it's like in a nanosecond, right? I mean, I, I was talking with um, uh, some folks maybe a couple weeks ago uh, in Africa uh, uh, doing a, a, a speaking engagement there. And somebody said, that, oh, by the way, I love your book, Dare to Wear Your Soul on the Outside. And I said, what? <laughs> you know, uh, but that's available as an ebook, right? So, of course, it's going to be available anywhere in the world. Um, and so how do I bridge that gap? A lot of times people will hear me speak or uh, experience my teaching or facilitation or whatever, um, either live or these days digitally, Sean, and they will want more of whatever it is I'm pouring out, right? Okay. And so then they find out about the books, right? Because a lot of people don't know about the books. Um, uh, then they find out about the books. And so it's not always a straight line from point A to point B to point C. Sometimes it's just kind of, you know, knitted together. Um, it's been an organic process, honestly. Uh, I would like to say that my marketing team that I hired, my branding team that I hired, you know, <laughs> uh, my publicists that I hired um, have all, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, been 
amazingly successful, but I think it's a combination of all of those things. For example, you know, years ago when um, uh, we were promoting Dare to Wear Your Soul on the Outside, I worked with a publicist for probably three or four years just on that book. And uh, uh, she was phenomenal. She got me into a lot of different market spaces, you know, radio, TV, uh, speaking engagements, et cetera. Uh, audiences that I probably never would have reached on my own because she, yeah. you know, she's a professional. She has access and she knows, uh, you know, she knows the channel, so to speak. And uh, so all of those, all of those elements combined have been very, very powerful for me and helpful for me. Yeah. So that's always the answer I don't want to hear. Oh. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's very truthful. And it's usually my answer. It's like, look, I know you're looking for the silver bullet, <laughs> but yeah. it wasn't one thing. It's a combination of all these different things put together in a specific way that seemed to work. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it sounds almost like for you, Gloria, it, it, it almost sounds like the, your book's, maybe aren't the lead generation mechanism. Maybe it's the speaking and your other consulting services that are actually generating the readership for the books. Is that accurate? I, I would say that in some cases that would be so, Sean. And in other cases, I would say, no, it would be just the opposite. Okay. Uh, uh, so it depends on the book. Sure. It depends on how the book has gotten out there. It depends on the network that uh, of 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 places where the book has gotten out. So for example, uh, the book that I just mentioned to you, Dare to Wear Your Soul on the Outside, um, that was the one that was published by Wiley. And it has, uh, I think it has had an enormous reach. It's one of those very unusual books in that it's still on the front list. Mm. You know, books usually published, um, you know, uh, that become like, you know, uh, sparks, uh, uh, streaks, if you will, uh, bestseller types, uh, they may be on the on the front list for maybe three to five years. But this one has been on the front list now for 12 years, which is wow. very unusual. And I am always surprised when somebody calls me or, you know, emails me or whatever, reaches out to me in some way. And and they say, this is how I found you. I love your book. Would you please speak on blah, 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 blah. And I'm going, really? <laughs> Okay. Uh, and so, so for that book, I know that it's not, you know, a function of um, uh, my speaking necessarily. It's sure. really the book that's the lead generator, if you will. Right, right. Now oh, that's awesome. Twelve years. Congrats on that too. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> it yeah. is certainly some timeless content in that one. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. Twelve years. That's like a hundred years in today's day and age, right? In the book world, yeah, you're yeah, right. That's awesome, you're right. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. So, where what's not working right now? Like, where are you struggling? What do you need help with the most? Yeah, that's a great question. So, where I always need help is just keeping up with, uh, you know, what's current now. <laughs> and uh, uh, when I was in high tech before I started my company, we would call it new media. So I have no idea what it's called now. I know we talk about social media, but I'm not only talking about social media, you know, like Twitter, or Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever. I'm also talking about elastic media. Uh, you know, there are so many uh, products out there that can help you uh, summarize your book in ways that, you know, I never imagined um, five, seven, ten years ago. And so where I need the most help is really understanding 
how I can uh, tap into those resources and leverage them as lead generators, as promotional materials, as, you know, uh, uh, to build awareness and to obviously to sell the books. Cause at the end of the day, that's what you want to, that's what you sure. want to do. Sure. Yeah. Are you doing anything? Are you doing anything to that end now? I'm doing a little bit. It's a light touch. I'm actually in conversation with uh, several people who are part of my um, uh, uh, resource team for for uh, my books. And one of them is a young fellow who knows this world. I mean, he works in this world, so he he knows it. He's in his 20s and I'm going like, <laughs> so he gives me all kinds of new ideas. He keeps he helps keep me fresh, you know, and not you know over over here, but relevant and fresh. Cool, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I like to call those types of people young bucks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Awesome. Well, where where can we find you if we want to learn more about your leadership books, this new children's book, which looks and sounds awesome. Or if we want to look into your services, engagement, speaking, consulting, where can we find you, Gloria? Well, Sean, thank you. So it's really easy. It's my name. Uh, my website is GloriaBurgess.com. And uh, Burgess is B-U-R-G-E-S-S. -S. So GloriaBurgess.com. You can actually uh, see my books there. If you click on them, it'll take you straight to Amazon to buy. Uh, and if you want to support our independent bookstores, please do. All you have to do is you know, send them a note. Uh, tell them the title. They'll look it up and do the rest. Yeah. Amen to that. Yes. They could use that help right now. So I appreciate yes. you, you plugging that. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for making time. I know your, your schedule has been slammed and I'm so appreciative that you made time for our little interview today. So thank you, Gloria. Well, thank you, Sean. And thank you for all the good work that you're doing in the world as well. Thank you. Right back at you. All right, Sean here again. Wasn't that an awesome conversation? Just want to say thanks again for joining us this week. And if you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to my podcast so you can catch all future episodes. Take care and remember to make it a great day.